everyone and welcome to Inspired Life Podcast. It's your host Megan Mead here, a young Catholic girl who's trying to share her faith through art and music. You can follow me on Instagram at inspiredlife underscore Megan for more content and updates. So today we're going to talk all about the saints, what they did with their lives and how we can become more like them on our journey to sainthood and holiness. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Now I know what some of you may be thinking. Oh, you mean those really super holy religious people who appear on paintings and statues and they're wearing fancy robes? Well, actually, no. I'm actually going to talk today about modern saints. Saints of our times and of previous generations. Saints of the 21st century and the 20th century. Now, I know there's Mother Teresa absolutely phenomenal saint of our time who died only a few years ago but today I'm also going to talk about young saints saints the youth and in particular two of my absolute favourite new blesseds who will soon be saints in the church which is amazing, and they are Blessed Chiara Luci Badano and C- Blessed Carlo Acutis. Now you may wonder, well, what makes them any different from any other teenager? They're both teenagers, but it was their holiness and their devotion to Christ that shone through all of their trials. I will start with Chiara Padano, Chiara Luci Padano, who was born in 1970, so not really that long ago. And she was Italian, Italian teenager who grew up in rural Italy in the 70s and 80s. She was always recognised for her smile and her jovial attitude to learning and friends. And her faith grew throughout her years and until a point where she reached the age of 16, going on 17. And she was playing tennis. She was very, very sporty. She was playing tennis and all of a sudden she had this sudden ache in her right arm, her right shoulder. And she thought, oh, I should stop playing because, well, it doesn't seem very good. I should just stop and recuperate and then begin again. But actually, this pain 
cause great suffering for her because it was the start of cancer. Now, she could have just thought, oh my life, oh my gosh, I'm so sad, what can I do? What if I can't cure this? What's going to happen to my life? What's going to become of me? I'm only 16. But instead, she said this. If you want it, Jesus, then so do I. She submitted and surrendered her suffering to Jesus on the cross. Her pain, she placed it all at the foot of the cross. And she was also extremely smiley when she was suffering immensely throughout her illness, which spanned two years, three years. She lit up the room, lit up the hospital, lit up the ward with her smile. Isn't that incredible? She's going through all those trials, all those tribulations, all those sufferings, all those pains, worries, anxieties, and she could surrender it all totally to Christ. I find that so inspirational. And she was very young when she died, she was 19. Just 19. But she lived her life truly, purely, and in holiness. And even the power of her smile, the power of her trust in Jesus, trust in God, overwhelmed the doctors and nurses that she was being helped by in an attempt to cure her. And they all came to Christianity, to Catholicism afterwards, due to her witness. So that is why she is my confirmation saint. And the other saint I want to talk about is Blessed Carlo Acutis, who is even more recent. He was born in 1991 in Italy. So they are both Italian saints. And he was also a teenager. And he had a great love for the Eucharist. A great love for receiving the Eucharist for receiving Christ, for going to church every day, pretty sure. I remember reading up that he, his place was church, he felt at home at church, and so he was very devoted. At the age of four, he took his mum, he said, like, mum, can we go to church? He was four years old. How incredible is that? Wow. Very, very young. And he actually encouraged his parents later on to come back to the faith. So he was a very devout boy. Very devout. 
and he always led his friends to Christ. He never forced it or anything, but he always lived in the way that pleased God. And one of the quotes that he said towards the end of his life was, I'm happy because I made sure I didn't do anything to displease God that wasn't pleasing to God. And that summed up his life, really. And he had such a love for the Eucharist and his passion with IT, with computing, uh, with computer science at school was a very, very bright boy, very smart. And so he used both of his passions of the Eucharist, his faith, and computers to combine into a beautiful website for people to discover the Eucharistic miracles from around the world that have happened in centuries. And I remember hearing about that a few months ago, because he's so recent, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Wow. Two of his loves, his passions, he brought together for the glory of God. Very inspiring. And also, so he continued, and he continued, and then when he was 15, he got diagnosed with cancer. So he suffered. And his cancer didn't go as long as Chiara, which was three years. It only took a week. But in that time, he, he was so happy. He said to his mum, I know where I'm going. I've been waiting for this. Because he believed that the Eucharist is the highway to heaven. The highway to heaven. Journey to heaven. Where we become more like Christ, which we do. I thought, that's so amazing. He was 15 and he already had all that knowledge. And so he died a week after. At the age of 15. Very, very young. A very young saint. But he's now blessed in the church. And three months ago, it was announced that he is going to become a saint in the church. And it's so phenomenal. And I remember one of the articles I read about him. It was a priest and he said, it's so encouraging to see a saint in jeans and snickers and sneakers. In other words, modern, a saint of our day. So, so inspiring. That we can all relate to a certain saint in our lives. And we are all called to become saints. That is the reality of our faith, part of the mission. And I just want to share this quote, which I think sums it up so well. Today, there are too many merely good Christians when the world needs saints.
Isn't that true? The world needs people set afire, set alight with the Holy Spirit, with the love of God, with a strong faith that leads others to Christ ultimately. And even though there are quite a lot of Christians who maybe are quite good but don't put Christ in the centre of their lives and we're all we all do this at certain points it's the same for everyone but you see having saints that you can look up to having saints that can inspire you really help you when you're in tough times and also encourage you on your journey to sainthood because it's not an easy one a hard one and the devil Satan wants you to not be a saint but that's a shame <laughs> because Jesus wants us to be saints and he can give us the strength to do so so I believe we can all be beautiful saints one day and people and generations to come can look back on our lives and think oh wow gosh they lived they lived a holy life and they loved Jesus above all. That's what I'd love to be remembered by. So don't be discouraged when you see people around you who are falling away, people around you who say they're following Jesus but know they're following the world. Just you keep on the right path, the narrow path, and just strive to become a unique amazing saint that you are. Join me now in singing what the world needs now is saints. Inspired Life Podcast. I hope you all have a great week and I'll see you next time.